Welcome to the Superman Confidential Podcast. I'm Tom, your host, here to talk all things about the Man of Steel. And there's quite a bit of news to get into since the last time we had an episode. So this thing called DC Fandom has been announced. It's going to be a 24-hour virtual fan convention starting August 22nd. Going to include all kinds of news, announcements, and panels for DC movies, TV, comics, and games. What does that mean for Superman? I don't know. We'll see. What will this thing be? The only Superman things confirmed to be there are Zack Snyder's Justice League, whatever information, details, maybe a trailer that we get for that, and the Superman and Lois TV series. Since Superman and Lois won't be filming yet, I don't know that we can expect much from them. Maybe a short panel, minor small things from the cast and crew like that. Probably not a ton of details on the show. But I would expect Zack Snyder's Justice League to have a pretty big presence and get details, confirm if it's going to be a miniseries or a movie, maybe an actual release date, and I think a good chance of a trailer from what Snyder has said. So that's cool. Anything else Superman related? I don't know. You know, it's that's all only confirmed stuff, so we'll just kind of have to wait and see. I'd be surprised if there isn't some comic book related news, just like you would normally expect from Comic-Con, so maybe some animation stuff, if there's going to be any Superman animated stuff in 2021, uh, any comic book miniseries coming out, or anything like that. Obviously, I'd love to see a movie announced. I don't know how likely that is. I'd love to see a video game announced. It's been a long time since there's been a Superman video game, but I don't know how much we can expect announcements-wise for Superman. This is going to be 24 hours. That's a lot of time to fill even with pre-recorded say 30 minute panels or stuff like that there's still gonna be a lot of time and stuff so i think this is a cool idea that dc is doing it uh hopefully it runs smoothly and goes well and is great uh part of me is definitely hoping there's some sort of schedule release so i can be tuned in for the parts i might be interested in because watching 24 hours of this sounds exhausting but uh, hopefully we'll see some some good Superman-related stuff there. Speaking of the HBO Max version of Justice League, there's a teaser scene released. Just a brief little thing here. So it's Diana Prince looking at some sort of drawing of Darkseid. And he looks pretty scary and stuff there. She's got her torch. But it is with Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor voiceover it says him talking from the end of batman v superman so interesting choice there that it includes jesse eisenberg's lex Luthor. i wonder how much of a role if he'll have a much bigger role in the actual film than in the theatrical justice league obviously where he was just in a credit scene so perhaps he's likely to be in more we know we can we can safely assume that and i don't know if this little teaser this sneak peek i think it was called is just a sign that he will show up a little bit more and a reminder of that. Kind of wish we had seen more or heard more new dialogue from this, but that's still to come. There's still plenty of time for all that, so it's not really a complaint. But uh, yeah, definitely the fact that they're choosing to use Eisenberg here means that maybe it's a reminder, A, to pitch it on a character who didn't really appear in the film, along with Darkseid who, who shows up here, and maybe a reminder to say, hey, we're going to see a little bit more of Jesse Eisenberg, perhaps in in Arkham with a visit from Bruce Wayne or something like that I could see happening. Cool little look at young Darkseid or Uxess, as I'm presuming he's called. That's what he is in the comics. I think that was an issue of 
Jack Kirby's Fourth World by John Byrne in the 90s, where they went over the origin of Darkseid and how he got the Darkseid name and all that, and it's pretty cool. Uh, not a great, I don't know why it's released in low quality, grainy type stuff. I know the special effects aren't finished, but you would at least expect a, a higher quality look at it than blurry footage, but um, I'm excited to see that. I don't know how much dark side we're going to see, but they're obviously using that in the marketing because that's a way to differentiate it other than just knowing it's going to be 100% Zack Snyder and all of that. It's a way to show that. So yeah, it looks neat. looks interesting from what little we've seen here, this little sneak peek to go. A Variety article said that it's targeting an early to mid 2021 release. So whatever that means, probably sometime in the first six months. And I'm expecting it to be a six episode miniseries. I'd be surprised if it's something different like that because a four hour movie is really long and then you get the, the benefits of weekly watching and buzz and social media and all of that that comes with it being a miniseries. The bigger Superman related stuff here is we have seen the first look at Henry Cavill in a different Superman suit for Zack Snyder's Justice League. This was at JusticeCon, which I'm not entirely sure what it is. It's some sort of fan convention that happened recently, and they got some big stars, so cool for them, but I haven't sat through and, and watched all this or paid attention really to anything that was going on with it. But we see that scene of Superman visiting Alfred that was in the Justice League deleted scenes, but one of the two scenes of Superman that were actually shown on the Justice League Blu-ray and all that. And Superman is in the black recovery suit. Uh, so I don't have, uh, I guess I don't have as strong of a reaction to this as most people did. I think I like, I like Superman in the black suit. I think it's really cool the way it was used in the death and return of Superman. And if you were adapting that, I think it would, it's certainly something I would want to see. They're not really adapting the death and return here. So is this just a visual nod, a visual Easter egg to that? Or is there a reason he's wearing it? And that's what I'm kind of wondering what we'll see in there. Is it, a recovery suit like is in the comics is he wearing it for a different reason i think it would be cool if Jor-El gave it to him said hey you were dead but this will help you be less dead going forward i don't know something fun like that but I, i'm really curious uh how that will fit in why he chooses to wear that we know in the deleted scene that he was walking through his kind of fortress and saw you see the black suit there but he chose not to wear it so i'm wondering if he's going to wear this the entire film and they're at least until the final battle through the final battle that's i don't know i'm a little mixed on that because i think it would be weird to see the first justice league film with superman not in the traditional red and blue but i guess it would also be weird to see the first justice league film with superman dead for the majority of it so yeah uh makes it a little bit different in that way but cavill looks good in it i mean he would look good in just about any superman suit but I guess the suit itself I think is cool. I would like to see what it would have looked like if the S was white, like in the, the a little bit more closer to the comics, just because the dark gray sort of silver doesn't pop against the black suit. So I, I like the contrast of the black and the white from the comic book comic from the comics. And so seeing this, there's not much of a contrast. So it's kind of a dull looking S and, and everything like that. But that doesn't mean it won't look good, and I think it looks fine. I, I did watch just a few minutes after that. This is the only part of Justice kind of watch. I watched the actual suit reveal, Snyder revealing the footage, and a few minutes of him talking after, specifically about Superman stuff. 
Uh, Snyder said he always wanted Superman in the black suit in Justice League, but WB wanted the Superman in the traditional red and blue, which I kind of get. And that goes back to everything with along the Batman v Superman days of after that came out where, okay, Superman's darker and Batman's darker. These movies are darker and Superman dies and comes back to life. And why is he not wearing the red and blue? And that's something I hope they address in the film. Why isn't he wearing the red and blue? So... Apparently, the Superman costume was tweaked for Justice League, so it would be easy to change colors in post-production. Snyder did that. So it's interesting that it's going to be... He filmed everything in the red and blue, but he is going to be appearing in it in the black and gray-ish. Snyder did say, I knew it was the correct evolution for him. When he rose from the dead, he would be in the black suit. It just made sense. That is his quote. I'm not entirely sure what that means. And again, maybe that's revealed in the film. The correct evolution. Uh, I've seen you see the complaints about Man of Steel or the the positives about Man of Steel and Batman v Superman was well, he's not Superman, but at the end of Man of Steel, he becomes Superman. That was another explanation you saw frequently in Batman v Superman. Well, he wasn't Superman; he's still becoming Superman. And then at the end, he says, "This is my world," and he's finally accepted who he is as Superman. So, is he going to be repeating a similar arc for the third time in a row, or? What is that? And so I guess we'll just have to wait and see, but I'm really curious how that fits in here. It just made sense. Um, I know Snyder, it's difficult to look at Snyder's comments on social media and, and even in his interviews because he speaks in, it's just tough because he will, he will be responding to 20 questions and make one sentence reply. And it's tough to understand what exactly he's trying to say, but he's talked about it being a journey and he, Cavill have or Superman having to earn that red and blue suit back and and be that Superman. I don't know exactly what it is going to be here, and so you know, and there's been so many variations of this whatever this longer film arc was going to be versus what was condensed down to his single Justice League film and all that all that happened. But this is a reminder that this is going to be very different from not only the theatrical Justice League, but whatever Zack Snyder's theatrical Justice League would have been if he had stayed on through the project. Much longer, obviously, but he's going back and tweaking things that he wouldn't have done in the theatrical. And so I don't know how that's going to turn out. Snyder also said something that I thought was kind of interesting and maybe says a lot about his Superman. And uh, I know I've been positive on a lot of his stuff and negative on some of his stuff. And certainly he's been mixed. And I want to do a deeper dive on Henry Cavill Superman and why he's so split among the fan base, but maybe I'll wait till after Snyder's Justice League to come out to do that. But Snyder said, I don't want him like one note Boy Scout, like I'm here to help everyone, end quote. So that is, and he talks about the emotional complexity to him, um, but that I thought that was interesting. He doesn't want him like someone who is here to help everyone who says that. And, and I don't know if that's just me reading into it too much, but that got me thinking, is this, in terms of the criticism of Henry Cavill Superman, is he there to help everyone, right? Is that his passion? Is that what he's there for? Is he definitely there to help everyone? We see him helping people a lot throughout. Obviously, he saves lots of people, but he's very hesitant to do so, and he deals with the complexity of that. And so I thought that was a deeper look at what Snyder's trying to say about Superman. Uh, and I think where a lot of the 
criticism with him lies. I know people complain. Uh, pro Snyder people will say that anti Snyder people don't like the complexity of Superman, but I've never seen that really as a complaint. Uh, I think most people like the complexity and that comes with being Superman and when to act and when not to act and all of that. I think that's interesting, but ultimately Henry Cavill Superman, if there's a person in danger, is his first instinct save them no matter what, or is it not? And I think that's an interesting question to ask because at times in Man of Steel or BVS, he's definitely there to help. But when he sees a bus full of kids go in the river, there's first hesitancy. He doesn't act right away. And in Batman v Superman, there's the same thing there. And that's clearly what Snyder is going for. But I think that's where a lot of the criticism is. You know, the shot of the floods in Batman v Superman, he's just kind of hovering over there before going in to save. We don't just see him rush in to save. We see him stop and contemplate before going in. And I think that that is part of the criticism when people say his Superman is not as heroic as he could be or not as heroic as past interpretations of the character have been. So, yeah, I'll do, I want to do a deeper dive on Snyder Superman in the future, but that will have to wait for another day. And some news that might not be Superman-related at all, but I wanted to kind of use this speculation. Michael Keaton has been in talks to return as Bruce Wayne Batman in the Flash movie, Flashpoint, some sort of adaptation of Flashpoint. Uh, this just could be interesting for Superman fans just on a small scale or a bigger scale. So... First off, just within Flashpoint, if they're visiting a different universe or if they're changing things to where Michael Keaton is Bruce Wayne, Batman, and Ezra Miller's Flash meets him, could they have a cameo for the Superman? I think that would be fun. I kind of always put Keaton's Batman in the same universe as the Christopher Reeve Superman. So could you have Brandon Routh show up in a cameo? Or <laughs> weirder yet, since Superman lives there with some speculation that that 90s Nicolas Cage movie would have had a cameo from Michael Keaton as done by Tim Burton. Could you have Nicolas Cage cameo in this? I know that sounds really weird, and I think it's probably good that Superman Lives didn't happen, even though there's some interesting stuff there. But if you want to show a multiverse and show that Barry did something bad, imagine showing up and Nicolas Cage is there as Superman. I think that would be a cool little shock the audience moment. could be a fun little thing. I don't expect that to happen, but I think that would be cool. But bigger picture here, there is some talk that Keaton is going to have a bigger role going forward in DC movies and might be sticking around and having appearances throughout. And speculation are is there that he could be replacing, effectively replacing Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne. So either swapping him out or the universe has changed, the timeline has changed. So Bruce always looked like Michael Keaton and is older. And those basic stories from Batman and Batman Returns happened in the DCEU as we know it. And this just, if that's the case, maybe this is a sign that WB is moving more back towards a shared universe and they want a Batman in the main DCEU. I think the simplest solution would be putting Robert Pattins, Pattinson's Batman replacing Ben Affleck via Flashpoint, but if they promised Matt Reeves he could do his own thing, that's probably not possible. So... Michael Keaton replacing him is kind of the one of the best options, if, assuming obviously Affleck doesn't want to return and WB doesn't want to relative, relatively in their same age Batman hanging out at the same time in different universes to movie universes with 
say Affleck or Christian Bale or something like that. I think Keaton returning is pretty cool because you can have Bruce Wayne and Batman in the universe. You've got that address there. Affleck doesn't want to return. And you still have a Bruce and Batman and he's a bit older. So maybe he's in action, gets him to suit up a little bit here and there, but you don't have to worry about him being too similar to Pattinson's Batman. Maybe that's what me, that's what I'm thinking here. And it also leads to the potential that WB is loosening up on having multiple versions of those same characters, even in movies or even in live action, but they're trying to differentiate them. So you've got young, early career Robert Pattinson with older Batman and Michael Keaton and they're different enough. And maybe that thinks where having a Superman TV show with an older Superman, even though Tyler Hecklin's pretty young, an older Superman who's a dad of two teenagers can differentiate between a relatively younger Superman who is still in his prime in Metropolis and not in Smallville and all of those things. Maybe, uh, makes me think maybe so maybe there's a better chance of going for a superman movie and while a superman tv show is on and yes i know this would be if this flash movie actually happens it would probably be during the flash tv show or not long after the flash tv show goes off the air but it also makes me think if they're wanting to bring a batman into this universe they probably are at least thinking of some sort of shared universe and maybe a justice league movie a possibility there this way you could have bruce as an older tactician in the justice league and maybe they want to bring these all these heroes together again so i don't know it's all speculation there on on what it could mean it could mean absolutely nothing for superman and they just want michael keaton's batman to boost the box office but it also makes me wonder with this coming out not long after the news of cavill returning in some capacity i wonder if flashpoint was almost the unofficial deadline for Cavill to agree to come back in cameo roles or smaller smaller roles and be the Superman going forward just in supporting roles or just in the Justice League because WB said, look, we need to know if you're in or out right now because we're doing Flashpoint. Keaton's going to be the Batman now. If you want to do it for this price, you're in. If you don't, we will go to Brandon Routh or we will recast with someone else. I think it's more likely that they'd recast, but just pointing it out there, maybe that was the pressure to put Henry Cavill in a situation where he has to do these small roles or he gets nothing he's gone for good he had to decide maybe that's the case i think we all want to see a superman movie uh, and that's what the preferred thing to be would be but maybe that's why cavill's kind of put in a tough position and said yeah I'll, i'll take these small roles take a small paycheck and maybe at least have a chance down the line for a movie that's probably what he's hoping Um, But we will have to wait and see on that, and it could be a while before we find out anything on that. Let's move on to some animation now, and we finally have some details and release for Superman Man of Tomorrow. First off, the trailer is out, and i got to say, this trailer looks pretty great. It very much looks like an origin tale of Superman, but I just like the real look. I think the animation looks good. I like the vibe they're going for, the tone, the spirit of it just the music and everything like that the way the trailers cut it seems hopeful it seems uplifting and it seems cool and i like all the voice cast i think all of it looks pretty good or sounds pretty good i should say and i don't have any real complaints about it darren chris as clark kent and superman i really like his clark kent i think i like his superman too he kind of sounds almost like a young 
Tim Daly-ish, George Newbern type from Superman the Animated Series or Justice League the Animated Series. It sounds like that kind of style. I think I don't know if that's what they were specifically going for, if it's just a coincidence, but it definitely sounds like it could be. Uh, in certain scenes especially, you hear almost a bit of a Tim Daly voice to it. I really like that it seems to be focusing on Clark Kent at the Daily Planet. We're going to see him meet Lois, and it really makes me just want this to be a successful movie and see a successful series where we see those relationships develop. The Daily Planet, Superman, and everything growing out there. Uh, I like that the Kents seem to be alive into Clark's adulthood. That's cool. Uh, The costume is back with the trunks. I'm wondering how that costume will fit in and everything. I think it looks pretty good. The colors are a little more muted and dull like it seems to have been in the last however many years in live action and anywhere outside of the comics of course uh, and i think it mostly looks good and maybe the belt is is not my favorite part but i'm it, it looks pretty good for the most part and my only real complaints about this i don't have any complaints about the trailer as is really i mean i would prefer some superman characters showing up instead of martian manhunter and lobo but you can tell from the story they're going for that it seems to be focusing on aliens and uh, how the world reacts to aliens existing. And if you want to show the bad side of aliens, I think showing Lobo is, is about as bad as good as you can get. And maybe they'll see some of the good side from from Superman and, and perhaps Martian Manhunter. Uh, it's rated PG-13. It looks like the release of it is going to have a digital release on August 23rd, which is a Sunday, and that's kind of weird, but um, that's fine. Uh, and a physical release on September 8th, so it's going to be on 4K. It's Blu-ray, there's Steelbooks, there's a figure with Parasite out there you can get for it if you want to pre-order those. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. I think it looks terrific. I, I really like the trailer. The only complaints there are what I talked about before. I'm reminded of a lot with the characters and some of the story points of American Alien, which I'm not a big fan of. And so luckily the worst or my least favorite parts of that are the teenage years of Clark and the young 20 years of Clark. That seems like it's mostly being avoided and we're seeing, at least from this trailer, we see young Clark and Clark at the Daily Planet and beyond. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that emphasis on the the planet, Clark becoming a reporter and hopefully earning that. I think that's pretty cool. DCComics.com had an article uh, with some details on Superman Man of Tomorrow. They pointed out that Butch Lukic is now heading up DC animated movies following James Tucker and Bruce Timm. They had been involved since the beginning, so I don't know if this is new for everything going forward, but it, it makes sense to start with a Superman origin if you're going to start from there. Uh, Superman American Alien and Superman Birthright. Among other stories were inspiration. Uh, I love Birthright, like that being an inspiration. American Alien, not so much like I just talked about. Uh, The movie is about Clark becoming Superman and a journalist. So I like that they're focusing on both of those things. I think those are two equally important parts of who Clark Kent is and what makes him such a great hero. And it's mostly about life after Smallville and more about Clark Kent than Superman. And I think that's what they get at in the the story here from what we see and so you can read that article on dcecomics.com there's a link in the show notes if you want to read more uh, some other animation tv animation warner archive has now released legion of superheroes the complete series on blu-ray so this was two seasons 26 episodes from 2006 to 2008 
it focuses on a young Superman going to the future and working with the Legion of Superheroes. I will admit that the Legion is a weak spot for me and as a Superman fan, both the the comic book characters and history and everything to go along with that, as well as this TV show, although I've seen most, if not all of it. But I'm going to get this. I'm going to check it out. I'm glad Warner Archive is releasing these older series on Blu-ray. I mean, not that it's an old series or anything, but stuff done pre-Blu-ray years. I'm glad those are getting high-quality releases. So, yeah, it's, I wonder if there's a lot of fans out of there, of, of Superman fans who like this series. Uh, it starts, it's a pretty cool first episode we see young Clark in Smallville and how he decides to go on to join the Legion in the future. And it's worth checking out for Superman fans. Um, but uh, the Legion, like I said, is a, a weak spot for me and so many characters and boy, they are unique. I'll put it at that and tough to keep track of all of them because they're just so big. That's probably been my biggest problem among some others with the Legion. Uh, last up, WB and DC have signed an exclusive deal with Spotify for scripted podcasts. Don't know anything about it. Don't know if any titles have been announced yet. Nothing like that. But I think this is really cool. I think Superman in particular can work really well on radio. I think scripted podcasts are a good idea. And Superman can work really well. I think that's one of the strengths of the character is that he can work in so many different formats and mediums. Obviously in the comic book form, but also in animation and live action and in comic strips and novels and I think radio or podcasts too. Uh, I've been going back through the Superman radio series from the 40s ever since Superman's Passion of the Clan came out and I got inspired by that. And it's really cool. Uh, other than, of course, some, some 1940s-isms that you that maybe don't sound so great today. But besides that, I mean, Superman works great and in that format and you can do you can do pretty much anything with audio now and effects and everything like that depending on how crazy they want to get here but scripted stories i always think mysteries work really well with scripted radio type things and scripted audio dramas because of the the nature of them and superman is a lot of that inherent to the character i think the daily planet stuff having Clark and Lois track down mysteries is cool. And then you can also mix in plenty of Superman action with that. I uh, don't know if they'll do anything with Superman, but obviously I hope so. And I think this is a cool idea for WB and DC to do anyway. It's a cool way to get your characters out there in a different format. And that hasn't been done too much before. So that is all I have for now. I'll probably be back after DC fandom talking about anything big. That happens superman wise out of there so in the meantime thanks for listening you can follow the podcast on twitter at superman pod and if you want to do me a favor and leave a review on apple podcasts i would appreciate it